Hello, you speakers. I'm Katza. I'm George. And I'm Javier. Do you know when Christmas exactly originated, guys? Not the 24th? <laughs> Not the 24th. I have lived a lie. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have for a couple you centuries mean, now. There are other versions. I, I know there are so many out there that I'm afraid even to ask. I'll just <laughs> stick to the one I believe in. I don't know. You yeah, know, that, that'll be the easiest. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I don't know about you, George, George but my children, because I grew up in the States, uh, they wrote their Christmas letters to Santa Claus. And I know in Mexico is not the case. Did, you, did your children write to baby Jesus or Santa so Claus? Javier, you, you had to change their zip code, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I just had the, the, the tradition, man. I just, I just you know, I, I grew up writing to Santa Claus, you know, I'm not baby Mexico Jesus. And I never wrote to baby Jesus. Who'd you write I to? Always wrote Santa Claus. Really? How'd you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I did have a cousin who actually wrote to baby Jesus. Oh, no way. And we were not allowed to open up our our Christmas presents, our Santa Claus presents, in front of her because she was not <laughs> she yeah. was not a believer of Santa. So um, we couldn't. Oh my so god! <laughs> it's funny, Javier, because I grew up. Obviously, uh, I am Mexican. I I am I, I was born in a Mexican family. My dad mm. Mexican, my mom Mexican. Right. But I did grow up in the states. So the uh, tradition at home was. I had to believe in both the baby <laughs> Jesus and Santa Claus. They threw Santa Claus into the bag. They say he's just a helper. So <laughs> Santa Claus is just that gringo that backs up baby he's Jesus, that, right? He's that guy helping. He's like out. the he's like the middleman. Okay, it's just so, that yeah, brings the present. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so stay tuned. Today you're learning all about the true origins of Christmas. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. I speak English. We speak English. They speak English. With us, you speak English. Merry Christmas. An English-speaking podcast where you will find lots of content to help you with your daily practice of English and have fun. Just as natives do. Listen to interviews and native speakers talking about everything and anything. Because with us, you speak English. Welcome to another episode of the You Speak English podcast. Thank you for hitting that play button and subscribing to our podcast channel. Remember, you can download the script for this podcast. The link is down in the description box below. Right. So let's get started with the first session, guys, because we have so much to cover today. Okay, because this is the last episode of the first season of the you speak english podcast Ooh, uh, we really? have brought so many interesting things for you guys my yeah. god has it been a year already it has Jesus. it has I'm, season wow. one is over yeah wow i can't yeah, believe let's it get, let's get started let's yeah. get the ball rolling the ball rolling Section time flies one. when you're having fun yeah. right true true story okay most comments <laughs> miss most comments no most common mistakes <laughs> advanced always make that one is what that's an advanced learning mistake cuts okay you yeah. should know better when you I get nervous <laughs> sorry i i didn't take my my nerves uh pills yeah okay no problem no problem no, no. you can do it you can do it you can do it you can do it come on everybody there you go everybody makes mistakes okay all right okay so first mistake that i got i got is wait me right when you say wait me This is a common mistake for Hispanics because it's actually a direct translation for espérame. 
but in English, we always have to throw in the word for in between these two words. And then we have to say, wait for me. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. How about you, George? What do you got, you got for us? Uh, Javier, can I borrow five bucks? Um, <laughs> I would have to borrow from somebody else first. I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't know. Casa, can you lend me five bucks? I know somebody is loaded today, so I'm can, just going to go. Oh, can you yes, lend me? Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Can I you lend five bucks? Today's uh, confusing words. They are. Okay. They so. have the same meaning borrow and lend. <clears throat> Yeah. And I always hear this, you know, as soon as they, they like, uh, they, they say one and the other because they're not sure which one to use. Right. And in the end, they just use both. Okay. So anyway, uh, even English people get this, you know, get this wrong sometimes. So uh, we're going to talk about the word lend and borrow. They have their own prepositions to make it even easier. Okay. So lend has two, the preposition two. Okay, and right. you always lend to a person. Okay, you always uh, lend it to somebody. All right, okay. and you can also use a direct object. Now, I'll give you an example right now. Okay, this indicates that you are giving something to a person. I lend money to my son. All right, or Javier is going to lend money to me soon. All right. So <laughs> notice that <laughs> that the money is going to I don't know about going that. to the son from the parent. All right, mm. borrow. Okay, whereas borrow has the preposition from. You always borrow from a person. Okay. From indicates that it that it is not here or it does not belong to you. That's Example, right. I am borrowing money from Javier. Okay. That means that uh, you know, me, George is taking money from my friend Javier. Mm -hmm. Okay. Additionally, both lend and borrow indicate that you will give the object or whatever you borrow back. It's not, you're not going to keep it. Okay. So the person you borrow it from. Yes. Okay. Hey, George, uh, can, I borrow, can I borrow your car? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Just uh, fill it up. Can you lend me some money so I can fill up George's car? <laughs> it's a gas guzzler. <laughs> you shouldn't borrow money from us. Yeah, don't borrow money from don't anybody. From us. Yeah, <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> I'll take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's more comfortable. You can actually. I know, sleep. right? <laughs> In the mornings? Have you tried it? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Javier? What do you got for us? I got one that I even I challenged uh, English speakers anywhere to see if you can get this one right. What's the difference between poisonous and venomous? You die People faster with one? Ha, just well, kidding. <laughs> yeah, everybody says that's a poisonous snake. No, it's a venomous snake. Sorry. Oh. Excuse me. We're both going to die, but yeah, at least we'll die grammatically correct. Dramatically correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so poisonous in general is a toxin that gets into your body by either inhaling, swallowing, or touching something through your skin. For example, mm. you, have, you may have a poisonous frog. Venomous right. It's when the toxin is injected into you. And in general, both can be made by the animal. But venom strictly has to be made by the animal. You know, poisonous, oh. something can be poisonous that is toxic. Hey, don't mm -hmm. drink that beer. It's been there forever. It's probably poisoned by now. Okay. Yeah, you got that beer can be poisoned. You know, if you drink it, it kill you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's something that, that bites you and injected into you that's venomous. Oh, yeah, all right. All right. Interesting. Good. Interesting. Yeah. That you, one, believe it or not, this is that's something that is, this is advanced 
even for native speakers, guys. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, you, it's um, a scientific, well, scientific it's, language. It, it's, it's appropriate. <laughs> it's just that everybody just uses the, the, the ballpark term of poisonous. Everything's poisonous. poisonous. Yeah. For yeah do, we, do we, Katsuna, have your, now I'm curious. Because I know we're gonna have a, the next section, you know, things that we have in Spanish that we have we don't have in English. Okay, but do we have an equivalent uh, an equivalent for each of these words in Spanish for poisonous and venomous? I don't. No, I don't no, think we you, do, right? You, no, we don't. You gotta be careful. I can't. I can't put my finger on it just yet. But there are words, certain words, that in one language requires two words, whereas in one in the, in the previous language is just one word. Yeah. Uh, mm. Venenoso. Venenoso. Uh -huh. Yeah, both of them are venenoso. Yeah. In Spanish, both are venenous. Exactly. Yeah, but you, you, you got to keep it. Right. You got to keep in mind ah. that it's, it's not exactly the same. Okay. Okay. Gosh, interesting. Right. Okay, guys. All well, right, guess go. what? Next section. Cosas en español que no tenemos en inglés. For which I didn't prepare. All right. I'll give you. I'll give you one of mine. I'll give you one of my cats. Híjole, cazza. Híjole, that's a. You had one job. You had one job, cats. All right, one job. So that's our first. This this is the first one. Híjole. Okay. For all our Spanish speakers, and mainly from Mexico, well, need explanation not needed here. So okay, for the it's one of the most popular interjections. Okay, híjole. It is similar to saying, depending on the intention and intonation, damn, wow, geez. The adequate intonation changes the intention in English, obviously. I mean, you right. have different wows. You can say, wow, mm -hmm. or you can just say, wow, yeah. or geez, or geez, you know, mm -hmm. it's surprising or, you know, yes. it, you don't like it. So it's, it's, híjole, you know, like it's, it, it's, <laughs> it is mainly used to express surprise, shock, or in some cases, desperation it's not really vulgar but it certainly isn't polite uh -huh. so you have to be careful when to use it okay yeah. but for uh, our you know learners in english, you know if you're looking for an equivalent like when you're how you say oh how do i say equal in english well you have damn damn wow. oh, shucks oh shucks yeah you yeah. have to work right. on your interjections yeah. good what interjections about you heavy what do you got for us well i got one for katza so she doesn't feel left out in this last ep uh, one you. of our episodes i'm gonna give you one <laughs> that i heard a long time ago which used to be very common on tv when i was a kid and there's an expression called uh cerrar con broche de oro oh, have you heard that right. would you like very to care adequate. would you very adequate, very apropos for this situation. Mm -hmm. Katza, would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, cerrar con broche de oro means like uh, giving closure to an event or a year or a project that we really want to make a huge event, a huge, um, I don't know, special something right. to give closure to that. Uh, like with all the ribbons and whistles in there. Yeah, so we're yeah, we're like going out with a like with, with a bang, right? Can we say that? With or? Bang, with going colors, out with a bang with colors, flying colors. colors. We're closing with flying colors. I like mm -hmm. it. it. Just sounds funny because uh, broche is really a brush, something that closes your to close your uh, or clip to close your shirt. Yeah. You know, it's so like a brooch. Like a brooch, exactly. Did I say that right? Is that French? I think that's French. My French I don't is, know. Yeah, French I, is ju I just used to call English it. This is well. the first time I, I hear that word. I just used Your to call brooch? it a pin. Oh. A pin. But no, there's oh, a that's word. Right. You're right. A pin. We, uh -huh. yeah, we call it a pin. Um, but yeah, the, the, you can say it's right. It's a bruche. Yeah. Mm. Bruch. It's sort of a French word. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Je m'appelle Javier, but I'm not good in French, okay? So don't keep this up. No, uh, keep in mind, guys, that there was the Hundred Year War. So it was the the, uh, the British versus the, the French Normans who invaded each other mutually for over 112 years. So there is about 30% of French in English. Yep. Yeah. So uh, very and apropos. They hate each other. And they still hate each other. <laughs> they do. Right. They still hate him. Interesting. Now that, that, they push it now that that's why... They, now that they beat Cameroon. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Ooh, so yeah. mine's not off the beat that way, guys. And this is something that is extremely hard. Still, I don't blame you. you know? People make uh, mistakes with prepositional phrases or verbs that have a preposition. For example, George, if, you don't, if I don't lend you money, uh, are you mad with me? <laughs> are you mad but with me? In Spanish, me? I would be. But in English, I or, would be mad. I would or, be Mad at you. Mad at, Mad you. at you. Okay. Mm. Don't yell to me, George. Okay. Oh no. Mm. <laughs> so okay. don't, ye- don't just yell. Just doesn't sound right, is it? Sorry, don't right? yell at me. Don't yell at me. That's don't right. you yell at me, Javier? <laughs> How dare you yell at me? Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, or, or people might say, "I'm married. I'm married with her." Well, that's right. I'm married to mm-hmm. her. Yeah, that's this is how will we say this isn't the Spanish form or or mistakes that we make in English or this would be like a Spanish. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, is, this, how will this, we... this is more like uh, advanced stuff that. Uh, oh, oh, okay, good. Yeah, the people mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Things we don't have, we don't. Have, we don't have we don't that. Have uh, mad with you're me. right. Uh-huh. You're enojado, how will we say it in Spanish? Enojado conmigo. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, because yeah. Would, we would say it like that uh-huh. in English. Right? We translate right. it directly, like yeah. mad so, with me. But the preposition is different. Conmigo. It doesn't. We don't have that preposition the you're same right. translatable all the time. You know what I mean? If we were to say mad with me, that means we both. We're both Get mad, mad at that the at, time, at the right? at the exactly Get one together, two three mad together one, because two, three. of the same reason right? exactly so <laughs> please be we don't, mad with me <laughs> because we don't have the same kind of prepositions doesn't always translate no, we don't. that tends to be uh, an an issue when when people can become right. more advanced you're right these yeah. are like fixed phrases right Javier yeah they're fixed you know George they're fixed verbs they're they're uh, prepositional verb verbs verbs with a preposition. Uh-huh. And there are no rules for that, guys. They just got to practice, practice, practice. Oh, yeah. And lots of input. You know, watch whatever you want. Go join the conversation Please. class. In talk, English? To, talk, talk, talk to a native speaker. Yes, <laughs> by all means. Yeah. <laughs> if you can if you can borrow uh, a TV from somebody, yes. You know, somebody borrow will a TV? <laughs> well, watch a movie. How do you buy what? How do you watch a movie if you don't borrow a TV? If somebody, <laughs> right. if somebody will lend you their internet this connection. This is the 21st century. You should have a TV. <laughs> I don't have one. I don't, have I don't know. I mean, that sounded kind of weird. No borrow a TV. You don't own a TV. Come on. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I realize I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. Okay. Well, so I watch everything on my computer. Big saver. <laughs> there you go. I missed out on Black Friday. Oh shoot! Darn it! Sorry about that. <laughs> I missed out. Okay, on that. it's good. It's healthier, Javier. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, to the main topic. All right. So, uh, to talk about where uh, exactly or when exactly Christmas originated, we have to talk about the win- the winter solstice. So, the winter solstice is a special period that marks the shortest day of the year in the northern hemisphere of the earth. Okay. It occurs around December 21st to the 23rd. Before Christianity, this was a time for celebration for pagan cultures in Europe. 
When mm. Christian rulers converted pagans to Christianity, they allowed them to keep most of their important holidays to make the transition easier. Mm. However, the festivals were renamed and changed slightly over time, of course, mm -hmm. and they became Christian holidays. Mm. Nice. The old switcheroonie. <laughs> Gift giving started to become a Christmas tradition only in the 19th century. Before then, it was a customary in some cultures to give gifts on New Year's Eve, but not in Christmas. To celebrate okay, can you imagine like year. before the 19th century? Kata, Merry Christmas. Here's a chicken. You know, they had <laughs> Oh, you shouldn't have. Oh my God. That is so thoughtful of you. Some goat milk. A goat milk. I got you goat milk, George. You know, you always want. You know, you always ask me for that. You always, always ask to borrow some gold bill. So, 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 Katza, the presents, the gifts were given on New Year's Eve. Yes, before before Christianity. Yes. Wow. To welcome the New Year, not interesting, not Christmas. Okay. Wow. So today we will discuss five more very interesting facts about Christmas. Okay, you so, number one. Number one. The winter solstice was a time for feasting, drinking, and enjoyment. According to historians, this was a natural time for a feast. The harvest work was finished for the year, and there was nothing left to do. Oh, wow. This is sounds like a good time, man. What a, how come, why did we oh, stop yeah, doing leisure. this? <laughs> that, why did we stop doing this? Uh, we should keep going. With... <laughs> we haven't. Haven't you noticed that whenever the, the year is ending, like, Students stop attending class. They have lots of parties, oh. like events to go to, and people are just leisuring. So it's kind of like get in, fatter. It's kind of in our <laughs> DNA, right? So it's kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So that this is very European of us. Oh right wow! <laughs> so well, guys, feasting. We everybody knows yeah, what, what feasting. Is that, like a, what is that? Like to have a, a great party with food and drink and everything that's enjoyable. Yeah, have a feast. You work for you. Yeah. Okay. What about you, George? What do you think? Well, so before we get even deeper into the meat of this episode, guys, I must warn you, brace yourselves. Mm -hmm. This is a very disturbing fact. And <laughs> did you know that in Northern Europe, people slaughtered, killed animals in order to cook the meat and use the remains to decorate people and statues of their gods and goddesses? This is why, and get this, guys. This is why the color red is related to Christmas. Huh? I know. Isn't it Crazy. the darkest so, thing? Slaughtered, slaughtered <laughs> mean kill. I mean, kill with an axe, you know, with a long, you know, big knife, machete. Oh, God. So, guys, I will try to erase this fact from my memory. I don't want to see Santa dressed in red and not think <laughs> of the origin of the color red. Well, I mean, every time Christmas. I see red now in Christmas, I'm almost going to remember this. I'm going to try to forget this. this <laughs> okay. <fact. laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, 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 can I be excused? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. On December, uh, this is the true, the true Mother's Day. Okay. On December 24th, oh. Many people celebrated Mother's Night or Mandanahit. Mm. This was a special feast in honor of mothers, grandmothers, and goddesses. Goddesses, keywords. Goddess is the female version of a god. Oh, right? so when this we... is the 
in the in the in the previous tradition in the northern hemisphere in Europe, they used to celebrate mothers on December twenty fourth. Never on wow. Oh yeah, how come we celebrate Mother's Day first? What about uh -huh. Father's Day? Yeah, that's don't, go <laughs> don't go, <laughs> don't so, go there. So, <laughs> on the other hand, mm -hmm. on December on December seventeenth to the twenty third, the ancient Romans celebrated the festival of Saturnalia yeah. in honor of the god Saturn. During this time, normal rules were overturned, gambling was permitted, and masters served food and drink to their slaves. That sounds like Father's Day to me. Okay. So keywords: key <laughs> <laughs> gambling. Gambling is when you play with cards and, and uh, for for money usually, Bets. right? Mm -hmm. And betting, right? Okay, mm -hmm. good one. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, does it, George? Does it sound All right, like okay, well, familiar to what happens every, every in every company at the end of the year? They take you out for dinner and there you go. It's they a, give you presents and things like that. Yeah. It sounds more like 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 it. sounds more like people getting together at Christmas time and then fighting over grandma's house. <laughs> and who gets to keep that? <laughs> you know? All right. All right. Well, All right. guys, this 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 last one. <laughs> All right. Uh, this this fact is interesting. Okay, it's not like the other one we talked about slaughtering okay. animals. Right? D did you know that during the winter solstice, people brought evergreen trees, which are pine trees in the majority, okay, mm -hmm. into their homes. So evergreen trees symbolize life and fertility, as they remain green and healthy throughout the long winters. Yes. So again, evergreen trees are basically the trees that survive. You know, in the winter snow. Uh, pine trees are the ones that basically I know. Now, there must be more, more, but pine trees are, you know, my thing. Yeah, this guy, this is getting deeper and deeper. Why are we thinking about fertility during Christmas? <laughs> Why? Are you, some, yeah. Somebody's gonna get a like, really good Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. So, disclaimer: this information was extracted from the BBC history. So, don't hate us. <laughs> if this facts ruin your Christmas. <laughs> well, you know, you didn't ruin my Christmas, but George ruined my lunch. I'm not gonna that's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up, guys. All right, guys. Well, thank you. We are having a winter break, as uh Katza mentioned, but I'm sure that season two will be full of surprises, lots of new material and tips to help you improve your English. So I promise you we will make the absence of us worth the wait. Yes. When you guys and we come back in January. So have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Same Yay. thing here, guys. If you like this so far, what we've done this year, there's more where that came from. And All hopefully right. next year it's going to be even better. Yes, for sure. Okay. This is it for today. Thank you to all of our audience out there. And remember to subscribe to our channel. If you like this podcast, please share it with all your friends. You should also check out our YouTube channel where you can get the video version of this podcast. And of course, you are more than welcome to comment on our videos. You can also visit our website where you can find articles about English practice and learning. And remember, perfect practice makes perfect. Wishing yeah. you and your loved ones the merriest of Christmas. Bye. Right. Bye. Until next year. Bye-bye, Take care. Bye. Be hugged. Bye. Not anymore. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for subscribing to our podcast channel and click on the follow button so you can get notified when we upload new episodes. 
Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And please visit our website at youspeak.com.mx, where you can get free access to our blogs and other content developing every week just for you.